Hey there, it's The Real Deal with Camille, true stories of life as an entrepreneur. I'm Camille Diaz, and I'm an optimization coach. I teach entrepreneurs how to achieve their goals, streamline their business, and regain their life. In this podcast, my guests and I share real stories from our real life experiences. We use our authentic voices, which sometimes include explicit language. If that's not going to work for you, tap out now. Once upon a time, I started a podcast. It was called Money Heart. Then I stopped creating episodes of that podcast and started a new one. This is that new podcast, The Real Deal with Camille. This crossover episode explains how it all started and why I did what I did. So glad you're here. Enjoy the journey. Welcome. This is the crossover episode of Money Heart, where we explore the emotional side of money and the real deal with Camille, true stories of life as an entrepreneur. I'm Camille Diaz. I'm your host today. I'm also the guest and we're discussing leveling up. This is, as you may have guessed, the last episode I am currently planning on producing of Money Heart, and it will be the first episode released as part of The Real Deal with Camille. So I want to give you a little bit of background, let you know why I'm making this change, uh, and tell you what you can look forward to in Real Deal, because it's there's I've recorded a ton already, and I think it's going to be a really um, amazing show. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. So uh, lots of mixed feelings today, all kinds of stuff going on you know, in here with me, um, recording an episode for both shows. Uh, Money Heart has only had uh, two or three solo episodes, I think. Um, I'm losing count at the moment. It might be one, two. I think this is the third. I think this is the third. I've done, I think, two New Year's episodes. Um, I had one for our 100th episode where it was a flip the script, and I had uh, my publisher interview me, Um, And then here I am doing the wrap up episode on leveling up because that's really what this is about. Um, It's really about that, that it's time to keep going, time to move on, time to grow, time to be bigger um, and do new things. So let me back up a little bit, talk about the history of Money Heart um, for those who don't know or who haven't heard of it, or, you know, you just want to know where all this stuff came from um, and how we got to Real Deal. And then I'll tell you what's going on now. So Money Heart actually started uh, during lockdown, you know, 2020. Um, I was working my financial services business really hard. It was going really well. I had a consistent income every month. I had lots of clients. And as soon as the pandemic hit, that just all kind of evaporated, like almost overnight. Um, Everybody panicked. Nobody knew what was happening. And with all the uncertainty, it just meant that nobody wanted to talk financial stuff right now. Everyone was on pause. So like everyone else, you know, I took a nap, I cleaned my house, I did random stuff, I hung out with my family, and somewhere in there, my creativity grew back. At least that's how I describe it. I had wanted to start a podcast for at least a year and a half, but I could not figure out what value I could add to the financial discussion. 
there were so many podcasts out there on, you know, how to get out of debt and where you might want to invest and best practices and how to avoid mistakes, all this kind of stuff. There's like, I, I don't know what I can offer next. One day it just pretty much fell on me out of the blue and I got the message, the emotional side of money. And I was like, oh, well, obviously that. Like, that's what it's going to be. I can talk for hours about that. There's so much to cover. It's going to be amazing. In, I'm, I'm one of those that w when I have an idea and I know it's the right idea, I've got to run with it. I'm just, I'm running. Um, there's not a lot of like pondering and second guessing and waiting. I do all that before, but as soon as I hit the, as soon as I hit the thing and I know what it is, I'm off and running. So I was off and running with this idea, um, but I was pretty nervous. I was pretty nervous about it. I'm like, yeah, start the podcast. I don't know. I've never done this before. Not sure how to do it. Don't know what the right things are, but whatever. I'll figure it out. Posted on, I think I put a post on Facebook and that was it. Literally one social media channel, text only post, no photo to grab interest, no video, no nothing. Just text only post that said, Hey, thinking about starting a podcast. Anyone want to be on it with me? That's it. That's all I said. Within, and I put it, I put it up on a Friday afternoon, like just, you know, going into the weekend, what I'm figuring nobody, nobody's looking, nobody's paying attention, but somehow they were because I had built my network and people knew me. Um, and I guess everyone was else was looking for something to do too. <laughs> Maybe everybody was just bored. I don't know. Whatever it was, I had 30 responses in under 24 hours. And I was like, oh, dang, um, I guess I'm doing this. So I got it together and I figured it out. And I, I talked to a couple of people that responded. And uh, one friend, Tanya, I was chatting with her. She's in one of the very early Money Heart episodes, like five, six, somewhere in there. Um, and I said, I have this crazy idea. I think she was maybe the first person I talked to about being on the show. She's like the first person that responded, uh, but she didn't record early enough to be the first episode. She, I said, I have this crazy idea. I want to dress in costume for every episode. And she said, well, just do it. And if you hate it, you can stop. You don't have an audience right now anyway. This is a brand new thing. So just try it out. She's like, oh. That's great advice. Okay, awesome. Let's try it out. Why costumes? Well, I love them. That's really the short answer. I love them. I enjoy dressing in costume. I think it's super fun. It's something that I wanted to be able to do more. Felt like I wasn't getting enough opportunity to wear costumes because Halloween and a Ren fair once a year, like twice a year in a costume, that, that's like not even close to being enough. Um, but I have zero training as an actor and I'm not particularly good at singing. Uh, so I don't think that, that those things were in my future where I was going to have an opportunity to do more costume wearing. Um, and at that time I was not, I was dancing, but not performing or, you know, doing any of that kind of uh, stuff where I get to wear costumes dancing. And so it was just wasn't happening for me and I missed it. So I was like, yeah, I really want to wear costumes. I kind of thought that it would make the discussion fun. It would be something new and different and interesting. Um, it would lighten the load a little bit. Money is one of those topics that by, by working in financial services, I was finding that people had a hard time talking about money. They felt 
awkward and shy and they just didn't want to be open about this topic. So costumes, <laughs> do something fun and different that catches the eye and hey, maybe somebody will listen and maybe somebody will feel comfortable having a conversation. So that is where I was going with Money Heart. It didn't actually end up building my business in the way that I thought it would. I thought it would get the conversation started and then all of a sudden people would want to buy from me and have me help them with their retirement or their life insurance or whatever it is, you know, their 401k rollovers, all that stuff. I was like, yeah, they're going to, they're going to want this when they hear this. I didn't really do that. What it did do was massive personal growth for me because it introduced me to this whole new crowd that I never would have met. The number of people that I met because they wanted to come on the show and the caliber of people that I met, just such high quality individuals was amazing. People were sending me their friends that I never ever would have gotten to talk to if it hadn't been for the show. But they were like, hey, this person's looking for opportunities to speak. You've got a show. How about you put them on? And I would talk to them and they would share their life with me. They would share these really personal stories with the world so that other people could have a better money experience than what they had or were having. And then they would share how they solved their problems, which was even better. They weren't just sharing like, hey, this sucks. They were sharing, here's what happened and here's how I fixed it. So this continuous supply of solutions and ideas, it was amazing. And I'm so grateful to all of you who introduced people for the show and who were guests on the show. You made Money Heart possible. Um, so thank you. Thank you. About two years ago now, maybe slightly, slightly less, slightly more. I don't know. I haven't tracked it super closely. Uh, my husband came into my office. He was traveling a lot out of state for work. He has a, a cl large client out of state and he was going back and forth to their office. Dropped into my office at home one of the times when he was here and he just said I don't know what's going on with you but you don't seem very happy and it's dragging all of us down so sort yourself out not quite that short but that was the gist and it was pretty short because he didn't have time to like do the sugar coating and have a long discussion and help me figure everything out or whatever probably sounds like that was really harsh but it turned out to be exactly what I needed and absolutely amazing. Uh, yeah, it was fantastic. So I got the message. I was like, okay, um, I'll figure this out. Worked with my coach. Discovered that while I was really good at 401k rollovers and life insurance with living benefits and tax-free retirement, like all this stuff, really good, really good at understanding it, teaching it, working out plans for people, getting them set, like really good. It was not filling my heart. I was good. It was bringing in money. Yay. 
but I didn't love it the same way I love teaching and coaching. So I realized that I needed to make that business a bigger part of my life. I actually started coaching almost eight years ago now when people were calling me. So I used to have a ballroom dance studio with some partners and one partner left, new partner came in, chemistry meltdown disaster. Um, it just didn't work. It just didn't work. And so we ended up having to close. Um, we closed, we broke the lease, we got sued, we went to court. Like it was a whole thing, like all the things that you hear about the nightmares of the failed business. That was me. Uh, the mountains of debt, you know, from credit card stuff and construction stuff and the stupid little POS machine that you have to sign for, like just all the things. So after that happened, um, people called me and they said, hey, so sorry about what happened over there, but would you help me with my studio, my construction company, my vet clinic, um, my shoe store, like whatever it was, they want their real estate business. They wanted help because they saw what I did. They saw how I worked. They saw how my brain worked. They saw how I thought through things. Um, they saw how I really optimized the way the business ran. And they said, I know, you know, things didn't work out with the partners, but I, I want your skills over here in my business. After helping like three or four people, with just, you know, consultation, phone calls type of thing, I realized this is probably a thing and maybe I should charge. Like, I know you'd think I would figure this out sooner, but I didn't. It took me a minute. So eventually I was like, okay, I'm going to be a coach. And I declared it. I built my website. I like, I, I got everything sort of for real happening, right? I was like, yes, I'm doing this. Really cool thing happened right after I sort of decided that this was going to be official. Um, I was at a lunch with one of my clients and one of their clients and their client after we, I was there, we were wrapping up. I left, you know, headed to my car that that person left was on the way to their car. And they actually followed me through the parking lot and said, Hey, do you do coaching? I'm looking for a coach. And of course, you know, having just decided like the week before that I was all in on this coaching thing. Um, I was like, yes, yes, I do. Yes, I, that is right. I do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, and ta-da, there was a client, right? There was an actual real legit paying coaching client. So I did that for a while. And then as I was rebuilding my financial life and getting that stuff all figured out and put in place and doing all the stuff that, yeah, I probably should have done earlier, but you know, I learned. Um, that's when I got inspired to get licensed and provide financial services for people and life insurance with living benefits, which is huge because it pays you if you live instead of if you die, like all kinds of stuff like that. Um, so that's where I, that's how I got on to that business is that I really wanted to share what I was learning and accomplishing in the financial side with others. And like I said, I was good at it but I didn't love it the same way that I loved coaching. I didn't get the same joy as I do when I help somebody optimize their day, figure out their calendar, make their business run better. 
So after my husband came in and, and gave me this insight, um, I said, okay, I, I've been working on my second book and it's all about optimizing as an entrepreneur. And I, this is the direction I really want to go. This is the direction I want to live every day. This is, this is what I want to be. You know, it only took me however many years to get here a lot. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. Um, so I said, this is what I want to do. So, so, you know, like I said, when I figure out that the path I'm all in, right. I'm going running, not no hanging around, no messing about. It had been quite a while since I'd actually promoted my coaching business or made an effort to, to gain clients on that side. I'd still, I actually still had a couple of carry through clients that had just stuck with me. Um, and I had been coaching my financial services team because I was building a team of people there. Uh, so I've been working with them. So I was keeping my skills up and I was still doing it, you know, taking referrals if somebody came to me, uh, but not actively promoting it. I realized as part of a um, mastermind group that my current, my old, my old branding and setup was not, not going to make it. It was just not going to work for, you know, seven years later, right? <laughs> got to adapt, got to change. So I started working with a branding coach, uh, someone who helps you communicate your message out to others. Her name is Iris. Uh, she actually has been on an episode of Money Hearts. Uh, we talked about salary negotiation and her episode has been shared out a couple of times. Um, I share it for sure uh, to help people um, negotiate salaries. And I know other people like, have told me, hey, I shared that episode with my kids. Um, that's one of the things that I love about Money Heart and what it did is we we actually changed some lives with the show. Um, you know, the several thousand listens of episodes and and people tell me it changed their lives. They tell me they listen every day. They tell me it changed their mindset. They told me it it actually there's one where it may have saved a life. Uh cool episode we did with Terry, who she talked about Medicare. And somebody heard that episode after she shared it out, contacted her and said, Hey, I stopped taking my medication because I fell into that donut hole cost weirdness where I can't, like, it doesn't pay for stuff, but I don't have the money to pay for stuff. So I can't afford my medicine. Um, and they were able to get her, you know, Terry was able to get her a new plan where she could actually afford her cancer medication again. And so she started taking her cancer treatments and where she had stopped before, um, so all kinds of cool stuff coming came out of Money Heart like that. Anyway, circling back to Iris. Um, so I was working with her on creating my new brand, my new message, all of that kind of thing. And at one point she said, start recording your journey. Just start recording your journey. I don't know what we're going to use it for, but, you know, record it. And I am one of those people that were when I hire a coach and they tell me to do something, I kind of just do it. I don't really ask a lot of questions like, but why? And do you eh? like, no, I don't. <laughs> you told me to do a thing. I'm just doing it. So I did it. And she had said, we didn't know what we were going to use it for. So I just kept doing it. And then we finished our engagement and I actually just kept doing it. I didn't even tell her I was doing it. 
<laughs> I just kept doing it. I figured it would come in handy at some point. Well, it has. Because about a year, year and a half later, I realized this was my new show. This chronicle of my experience rebuilding a business from the ground up was the story I wanted to share with other entrepreneurs. This was the story I want other people to get of just how life is as an entrepreneur. I want people to know that story. I want entrepreneurs to know that they are not the only one trying to build a business and have a life and sleep once in a while and take care of their family and all of this kind of thing. Like this is a universal shared experience. And I feel like by sharing my personal experience, the rest of the people going through this kind of thing can also feel like this is a shared experience. A lot of times being an entrepreneur, you just feel like it's just you. You're just, you're just out there just trying to make it work and nobody gets it. Somebody gets it. I get it. And there's other people like us that get it. You are not the only other entrepreneur out there. You are not the only entrepreneur who has difficulty in their day. Um, it's It's all of us. We all have to deal with stuff. We all have to figure it out. We all are striving to make our own path. That is what the real deal with Camille is about. True stories of life as an entrepreneur. It's a really sort of different format from the way I have done Money Heart. Uh, it is shorter episodes. So this episode is probably one of the longer ones. <laughs> feel like I've talked your ear off here, um, but this, this episode is probably one of the longer ones. Most of them are really short and sweet under 10 minutes, just a little snippet of what's going on in my life, what challenges I'm facing right now, and what learning I'm gaining from those challenges, what solutions I'm coming up with, um, how I'm handling setbacks, all of that kind of stuff. So my hope is that by sharing that with you, it will help you struggle a little bit less, just a little bit less um, than what I have. So that that's really what I'm trying to, to share is to help you struggle a little bit less, to increase the conversation and the discussion about this hard stuff that we all go through as entrepreneurs and as people in general. I mean, you don't have to be an entrepreneur to be interested in the show. You might just want to hear what's happening, you know, in people's lives. So there are episodes where it's just me. And then there are episodes of guests and they will run concurrently. So some episodes will just be me and some episodes will be with a guest. And I don't, I'm not setting up a strict schedule of what's going to, you know, it's one, one or two, one or one, two, I don't know, whatever it's, it's going to be something. <laughs> um, I will, I will make it clear when it's an episode that's me versus an episode with a guest. So that'll be really obvious right when you start listening, which one it's going to be. Um, and the guests are just going to share their story. So we're going to have an open discussion of something that's happened in their journey, in their life, of how things are going, something they've learned in hopes that we can, you know, spread that message that everybody can get that information. So yeah, now I, uh, I call myself an optimization coach. 
I help entrepreneurs really achieve goals, streamline their business, regain their life, all that kinds of cool stuff. Um, all the people who just feel like they can't figure out how to have enough time to achieve the goals that they want on schedule and still, you know, sleep at night, eat healthy once in a while, uh, play with the family, take vacations, you know, they, they add one thing to the checklist and five more things get added on and it's just driving them up the wall. Uh, those are the people I work with. Those are the people I help. I, I want to help take away some of the stress and pressure, um, my brain just really figures out systems and processes. It loves that. It does the detail thing. It sorts through things. Um, it it filters and gets rid of garbage. Like it just does all of those things. Um, and so that's where that's where I'm going. That's what I'm that's what I'm doing. And that's where I hope the real deal with Camille will align. So if you want to follow me personally on social media, I'm at Cam Unfiltered, Instagram, um, Facebook, you can find that. I'm on LinkedIn. You can come connect and watch me over there. And if you want to be involved with The Real Deal, if you want to listen to the show, follow that too. The handle for that is The Real Deal with Camille. It's the website. It's the social media. I've got it set up on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok even. I don't know what I'm going to post on TikTok, but I've got it over there. <laughs> it's something. So it's there. Um, huge amount of gratitude to all of those loyal Money Heart listeners that have followed me and encouraged me, all of the guests that have been on the show, just so grateful. Um, there's a couple of listeners, I think like Debbie, Mary, Lessie, you have told me that you have listened to just about all of the episodes regularly. I think Debbie, I think you've listened to every single episode and I'm so, so grateful for you. Um, you know, people who have messaged me when I've been sick and not gotten an episode up on the normal release date that usually came out on Thursdays. And so they've messaged and they're like, Hey, are you okay? Because we didn't see an episode this morning. Um, so it's just, that's just so, so touching to me that you have followed me this far. I'm hoping that you will come on this next journey with me, come over and, and check out the real deal with Camille, see if it resonates with you, if you enjoy it. It's definitely a different format. Uh, it is truly unfiltered. All the words are allowed on that show. Um, all the thoughts, all the feelings, whatever is happening, that's what we express. So come check it out uh, at The Real Deal with Camille. Wherever wherever you're looking, whether it's the website or social, that's where you're going to find it. Um, that's what I've got. This has been an amazing journey. I'm excited to keep going. I feel like this is just the beginning. I'm already, I've already recorded about 70, 75 solo episodes and uh, somewhere between 10 and 15 guest episodes. And I've got guests lining up like crazy. So I'm recording quite a few more, even in just this next week or two. So um, audio only right now, not doing the video thing, reducing the stress and production time for episodes such good information it's gonna I'm just so excited I'm just so excited to share and also really really nervous <laughs> really really nervous oh my gosh I'm putting my life out there for y'all and it's gonna be different but I think it's gonna be worth it I'm really hoping that you enjoy the conversation and I would love to get your feedback on 
how the show is impacting you. Either one, whether you've listened to lots of Money Heart or you're just starting the real deal with Camille, DM me, find me on on wherever and just DM me and, and let me know how you like it, if it's impacting you, if it's helpful. Um, yeah, I want the feedback. I want the feedback because I do listen and make changes. If if I if my audience tells me what they want, I try to provide it. I'm going to sign off with today's money mantra because Money Heart has always had a money mantra at the end of every, every episode. Uh, so I'm going to sign off with that and then we'll call it good. So the money mantra that I have selected for this episode is if you don't choose your challenge, your challenge will choose you. Wow, you're listening all the way to the end? That is awesome. I don't like to half-ass things either. Sounds like we might get along well. Let's connect on social media. I'm at Cam Unfiltered. If you want to find out more about me first, you can visit my website, CamilleDiaz.com.